0: Thanks for tuning in to Multiplier's Minute. Here with your leadership key, I'm Emily James, founder of Multiplier's Leadership. These leadership lessons will empower you to develop your passion and multiply your influence so you can lead well. Well, thanks for joining in today. We are doing sort of a continuation. This isn't quite a series like we did on productivity, but um, I am sort of continuing from last week's. Although you don't have to necessarily listen to last week's podcast before listening to this one, but last week we really dived into. leading like Jesus. How can we be leaders that lead like Jesus did? What was, how was Jesus a good leader? And, and what were those elements? So we discussed that. And this week, we're going to really dive into one area in particular. So we're going to talk about inspirational leadership. So I just want to, uh, you know, talk about first, what is inspiration and why is it so important? When we inspire people, it propels a person from apathy to possibility. So it takes a person from feeling like this is impossible or this will never happen or why is this happening to me or uh, why can't this, why isn't this, all of that takes from that to I can do this, this is possible, I can face this hard thing. That's the change when we can inspire someone, that's what it can do in their life. And that's why as a leader, inspiring someone is so important. Inspirational leadership is so important because when we're not inspiring someone, really we're just managing them. Like if there's something about our leadership where that person, where people that we're leading can't say, yeah, this is the thing or these are the things or maybe it's this one big thing or maybe it's a few different things of the way this person lead has inspired me too. Then probably we're just managing people as opposed to leading them. So how we, who we are and how we lead affect whether we're an inspirational person. So we're going to talk about how some, um, there's, there's, Actual practical ways that we can be inspirational in the way that we lead people, and it helps to transform the way that uh, people perceive their own capabilities. So when we inspire them, we're drawing out who that person is, what they've create, what they've been created with, what they have in them. We are to see things in people before they see it in themselves. That is a key to good leadership, seeing things in people before they even see it in themselves. Draw out those things. What are their capabilities? What makes them unique? And show them that. Remind them of that. Maybe even show them that, that they've never seen it before. Or those who feel overlooked, suddenly there's opportunities that you as a leader are giving them because you see something in them because you value them and because you trust them. As you do that with the people that you're leading, you will see that that will be given back. So they will value you, they will trust you, they will be uh, they'll begin to, you know tell people the kind of leader that you are. Those things are so important that as we do it, for those that we're leading, we will see that back. Now, not that we do it specifically for that, but we do it, we inspire others, not because we want to be that leader that people talk about or that leader that gets all this affirmation, though that's not necessarily wrong. It's nice when you know people affirm you in your leadership, that's not wrong. But we're not doing it specifically for that. We're doing it because we actually want to inspire people that we want to see those things. In the previous podcast, we really talked about seeing people, how Jesus would see them, that they are unique, that they are created by God, that they're created for a purpose, that they have things that God has gifted them with, um, that they have in their life. And so as we begin to see people through those eyes, it becomes easier to inspire them because suddenly we're seeing in them something they can't see, and we're helping them draw that out. That's inspirational leadership. It's actually less about what we're doing and who we are, actually, and how we're inspiring. And it's more about the other person and seeing something in them and helping to draw that out. Helping to have that person inspired to be able to live out uh, their unique self, who God has created them to be. So how do we do this in the form of a team or leading teams, leading volunteers at the church, or maybe you're running a business or an organization or a ministry, or maybe you lead a group of uh, youth in a small group or whatever it is. Here are some keys to inspirational leadership. So there needs, its and again, it's easy, three C's that you have to remember. So the first one is commitment. It's important as a leader who's going to inspire people to stay committed. You're staying c- committed to the cause or the vision or whatever um, the ministry or team might be. So that means that you're following through with your role as a leader, uh, you're following through with what you say that you will do. That you're keeping your word when you make a promise or when you um, say that this is the way that this team's going to happen or this mi- or something's going to, you know, if you're building a ministry or an organization, whatever it is, that you are staying committed to the vision, but also committed to your word and what you said you would do as a leader. And you're staying committed to the people. So you're not running or getting rid of people when things maybe when there's been some challenges or there's been some disagreements, but you're valuing those people that you're seeing committed to that relationship, to that, hey, we're a team. Hey, I'm leading you. Hey, I want to see what God can do in you. Hey, I know there's great things for your life. And I want to be a part of that. I want to journey with you. I want to walk with you. An inspirational leader has those types of values, has that types of commitment. He, those words will actually be uttered out of their mouths because they, they want, uh, to, inspire people because they want to see the best come out in those people so they stay committed to the cause the vision why are we a team why are we doing what we're doing and who who is that person we're staying committed to the people whether it's one person or multiple people we're not running when the when it gets tough or there's any sort of conflict but we're staying committed to work it out to build that relationship to stay close Like if you're leading a team right now, things have been really difficult and you're feeling like, man, I could walk away from this in this moment, or maybe I need to get that person to leave the team. I encourage you to try to stick it out a little bit longer and stay committed. See that person for who God's called them, who God says that they are and call that out of them. Help. See, sometimes people are hard to deal with or work with simply because they're dealing with all their insecurities. And as an inspirational leader, it's important that we're not walking away from them because of that, but we're actually helping them see who they are and their strengths and their gifts and their abilities. And that's the commitment that we make as an inspirational leader. Second is communication communication is so important so clarity around communication whether it's you know a one-on-one leadership situation where maybe you're mentoring someone coaching someone whatever it is or whether it's even in a family situation whether it's in a team an organization in a ministry communication is so important be clear um, when you're communicating, but also make sure there's none of this sort of like triangle communication. Like the people that you're leading or your team isn't hearing something from somebody else, but something that you said about that person, you understand what I mean? Like, even as I say it, it's a complicated, but this is what happens when communication sort of get broken up. And then suddenly someone, what could have been worked through with two people has now included others and it's been broken. The communication has sort of been broken along the way and suddenly that doesn't feel very inspiring. (laughs) Suddenly there's this lack of trust for that leader or hey if they're going to talk like that to this person or to me then they're going to do that about me or to someone else and things get convoluted. So have integrity even as you communicate What are you communicating? How are you communicating it? Um, Even things that maybe if there is times where someone needs some constructive criticism or there does need to be some conflict resolution, that's okay. In fact, one of the uh, podcasts earlier on, we really talked about how to deal with conflict and conflict's okay, it actually can better the relationship and the team and even your leadership. Like when you can do conflict well, you will naturally just inspire people just because of that, because conflict can be hard. But you need to be clear and also being clear and communicating well. Where, people, where things are at with people, right? We can inspire people even through correction or co- constructive criticism. Like some of the best growth and development I've had in my life is when leaders have helped me through something that I know I needed to deal with and maybe couldn't or maybe something I didn't see I needed to deal with. But they helped me through that. They said, you know what? These are your strengths. These are your gifts. These are the things you do well. But there's this thing that's just holding you back in an area. Or there's this thing, you know, this character flaw that if, and, you know, these are just words I'm throwing out. Maybe you wouldn't say it like this, but these are character flaws that you need to work on if this is where you want to go. And that's okay too. That is actually going to inspire people to be a better person, to, move out to what God's called them to do, but we're going to communicate. We're going to communicate clear and we're going to communicate with integrity. So we're going to do it well. We're going to do it constructively and we're going to do it with the love of God. And last culture. What culture are you building? Are, is it a culture of appreciation, inclusion, support, this is the kind of culture that you want as an inspirational leader. One of the biggest things when it comes to that in in the area of culture is if you are have a team or people you're leading that don't feel like they can give be honest with you about where they're at just in life in general or maybe in their work, or maybe don't feel like they can give you feedback then chances are you're not fully operating in this area of inspirational leadership. So people need to be able to come to you and feel like, because remember, inspiration is really about taking people from a place of apathy to possibility. And in order to be able to do that, you do need to be able to work through the good and the bad, right? And so sometimes, or the more difficult things. So if people don't feel like they can come to you or give you their feedback or talk to you, then chances are they're gonna sit in that area of apathy. They're just gonna hold on to things they're just gonna try to deal with it. Or if they're going through something personally or mentally, it's gonna just sit there and get worse and worse. So rather than go, hey, this is something that you're dealing with, but hey, we can get through this together. Or why don't we try this to get through that? Or why don't we make this an opportunity for you? And what they'll do is that they don't have that sort of middle ground where they can come to you and speak to you and tell you about it and be honest about it, then they're going to sit in that area of apathy where they're going to go, I just got to hold this in. I just got to deal with it on my own. This is starting to really affect me. I'm not doing my job well. I'm not good enough to do this. And that's what they sort of stay in. But when they can sort of get over to that other place, that place of possibility, it's because in that middle place, they've been able to come with you and work through that. So that's what good leadership is. But that's a culture thing. That's something that we need to develop as a leader. We need to be honest with where we're at in our own struggles so that other people know that they can. We need to not overreact or react when people come to us with something because that's going to shut them down from coming back to us. And we need to be a place of where we appreciate people. We celebrate people. Let's have a culture of that, that, you know, acknowledges when people do well, acknowledges when people have achieved a certain area of success or goals or whatever it might be. Let's appreciate people, create that culture within your entire team because you will inspire people when they can, they when they feel appreciated, when they feel like, hey, I am seen, I'm heard, I am loved. And that's important. And that, again, that is a culture thing. Like if the leader doesn't bring that, it's really hard for a team or the people that you're leading to develop that within themselves. It's got to be something that's created within that ministry or organization or team. Or even, again, if we're leading a family, do you appreciate your kids? Do you tell them that you're proud of them? Do you call out when they've done something really well you know today my uh oldest son he was reading me a couple books were sort of on this thing that if every day in the summer he can read two books by the end of this to me by the end of the summer he'll get a toy he can pick out and so he was reading to me and I'll be honest he was really struggling with the words and it was like there was a couple words that were on every page of the book and it was like he just couldn't get those words out but you know what there was another word that was a longer word that I thought for sure I'd have to sort of just give it to him because it's a long, and he got it. He picked it up instantly, and he said that word, and you know what? I I drew that out. I, I noticed that. I zeroed in on that, and I said, Micah, I'm so proud of you. That was a hard word, and you were able to read it, even though there was a couple other smaller words that... Uh, Honestly, we're on every page and he just couldn't remember them from page to page. And yet I drew out that that moment he got the one other word. And you know what? That gave him the confidence that inspired him to keep going rather than getting frustrated over reading that book or that he couldn't read these other words. There was this big smile from ear to ear that came on his face. And he just got the confidence to keep going and push through and read that book. And even those words on the next page. So that's just an example of how when we appreciate, when we pull out, when we celebrate the things that people do, it inspires them to keep going. It inspires them that they can do what God's called them to do. And it inspires them to push through even in difficult or challenging situations. So that's what inspirational leadership is really about. It's not about trying to find the best things that you can do Or be the best or have the best or say the best things. It's about looking at who God's called you to lead and helping draw out and see in them what God sees, what God's called, the the things that God has gifted them with and pulling that out and helping them to see it so that they're inspired to live greater, to do greater things, to go uh, through and go above and be able to see what God's called them to be. So that's inspirational leadership. And we do that by being committed to the vision and people communicating clear and with integrity and building a culture of appreciation and support. That's what inspiring people is all about. Thank you for listening to our multipliers minutes where we discuss leadership keys that will empower you to develop your passion and multiply your influence. For more, check out www.multipliersleadership.com.